by Passion Church, the DeSoto County campus, the fun church in Horn Lake, Mississippi. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church. Yeah. Okay, so I hope everybody feels they can be honest. Um... How are you personally? This is the one I just want to go around the room. How are you personally? How is your faith? And how is your hope level? Um, Greg, you want to go first? Brother, I'm good, good, and good on all three of the above. You are? Good. Yes, sir. That's good. Yeah. Good, good, and good. I like that. That's good. You okay. too? Yeah. Are y'all being honest now? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, well, good. We're lying. See, I'm doing really good, and she's doing really nasty. Tom, are you doing okay with your faith and your hope level and yes, just sir, your personal life? Good, good, good. <clears throat> Thomas, how are you doing? Struggling every day. Very good. Uh, trusting in him at all times. There ain't nothing else. Yeah. I think we, you know, that's a good honest answer too, that I think we're all struggling because the life makes us struggle. But it's our hope and our faith that helps us overcome it. It helps us get through it. And and not to like point the finger at him. But he's doing just fine. And it's made in his hope and his life. Yeah. Yeah. As a as a fighter associate. Yeah. Correct. It is a battle. Yeah. Is there and uh, you may not you know you may not like answering this in, in a public setting, but is, does everybody feel like that they co- could come to me and talk it out if they if they had more to talk about than what we say here in public? And Or do you feel like there's other people in this room that you could discuss things with? Mm-hmm. We have that kind of relationship. And this is kind of a newer uh, team. You know, there's been times in the past where we've had the same people on leadership for a long, long time. This is a kind of a new group, but I want, you, I want us all to feel like we can talk with one another, well, and we're here for one another. <laughs> you can talk to everybody but your husband. Okay. <laughs> Good job, Greg. No, Got her baffled now, don't no. All right, Megan. How about you? You okay? You, you you're not getting worn out or overworked or. Good. Good. Now you, you would let me know if you were right. Because no, I know y'all got little kids. And no, she'll let Angie know. Angie will let you know. Okay, that's good. That's fine. That's fine. Hierarchy. Y'all are adjusting with you changing into what God's going to Definitely going to have an effect on our stuff in y'all's lives and stuff. So, yeah. I know when me and Angie were working full time jobs and here. And giving her all here, you know, probably as much or more than I give now, you know. There was times it just seemed overwhelming, um, but I, I knew you got to stick with it because it ain't going to be no better out there not serving in the church. You know, there's always going to be something in your life, and you just might as well fill it with good things. What about you, Joe? Personally, just busy with family and ministry. And I feel like my faith is growing stronger and stronger that we're growing and, and we're headed and we're that much closer to Jesus' return. Yeah. I feel like my faith is getting stronger. Mm-hmm. I'm getting attacked more. I'm getting people that said they really like me really don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to ministry. Uh, so, it's coming uh, hope level, it, like I said, it's, it's, it's a confidence. It's something that you have to continue to know that he's got you and it's not not me doing it but him doing it in me yes that's good miss marshall well a couple weeks weeks ago i was reading in the song of solomon and there was uh, a part in there that was talking about the destiny because i was reading in the passion bible and it's the first time i had read it out of that and and the purpose and it went on and it said but 
Uh, of course, we have a, some pot, little boxes that mm -hmm. to get out. Uh -huh. Boxes, huh? Mm -hmm. and, but then the last thing of the thing, it says, but we will do it together. And you know, that just really hit me, even though I've always known that he, he doesn't he do it together, but it just spoke to me. And then on Monday, now Tuesday, I really was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I said some things that was just really, you know, it wasn't ugly or anything. It was just over such a small thing. And these things that came out of my mouth, you know, I said, what, I, mean, I came back in and I said, it's no use talking about it. You're not going to make me believe it. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to believe what you say and vice versa. And she starts up at, I says, no, I said, I don't want to hear anything about it. And she's, but so, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. That was it. No more. <laughs> and of course, then I thought, uh-huh, there's that fox coming out again. No walking in love. That was really love. <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> but in faith level, I'm doing good. And now, pop level, good. I'm looking forward to the foxes coming out, the pruning, and all yes. of that. Except when you're being pruned, you're supposed to rejoice. <laughs> He deals with us as children. Yes. And if you're not being corrected, then you're not his children. Mm -hmm. yeah. How about you, Mary? Uh, I'm just a little sleepy today because I didn't get much sleep. But, um, <laughs> but, but she was acting on it. She was acting on it. I was so excited about today. I just but um, that, uh, but my faith level, hope level, and like we just mentioned, we're going through this training too. That's like, you know, we're just. It's just good. It's just it's it's pruning, and um, so I've said this before in our meetings that you know I'm going through the past couple of years. I'm going through more than I've ever gone through in my life, but like I'm better. I'm I'm better than I ever have been because I'm closer to the Lord. I feel like you know I just I have more confidence in my relationship with Him, and He's closer. It's just more real and tangible. Not that He. It's just every day it's growing. So I just feel like I, I'm. Placing my faith in the right place now, instead of relying on myself, I'm just falling back in his arms. So, Amen. Yes. Write that down. I'm gonna preach that. Angie Pooh. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing better. I feel like a lot better than I was for four, or five, ten years there. No, no, no. I'm doing. A lot better this year. I just feel like God's bringing me out of things in my point of view I was in for so long. And just partly because of the Bible study, I feel like. But I feel like I don't know if it's just the Bible study. It's just, I don't know. You know, sometimes you just cry out and cry out, and then just finally something. something. He wasn't listening in. I don't know if it's just timing or what. But, you know, I felt like I don't know that I'll ever be able to get back to feeling like I do feel now. I really felt like that because I felt like too much has changed and I just, I don't know, I don't know how to get back there. I'm trying and I can't seem to get there. And then all of a sudden you kind of wake up and you're there, you know, in a way and just know it's God and that's what it is. It's just His presence. And, yeah. Um, so, it's good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good. Well, y'all hear my stuff every Sunday, pretty much. Yeah. You know, I, I'm an open we're book. Talking, we're not talking about that stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, but you hear my personal stuff, you know. I mean, two what was it, two or three weeks ago, I pretty much laid everything out, the struggles I've been going through, and, and how the Lord just told me just be free. And uh, that's really just resonating with me, and, I, and I'm determined to do that. Because uh, not not being free and taking too much pressure and weight is just you know destroy you and your health. Mm -hmm. yes. And I've got a lot of issues that, that you know I, I I'm gonna have to be free. Amen. You know so and and just when he told me just be free it was the middle of the night and I woke up to hear that and I just didn't think it was possible. You, you can't just be free. You can't. It's just, it just sounds, you know, I tell everybody else to just be free, but <laughs> you just can't be just free. You just can't forget about 
all these things that I think about. But what if we could? What if we could? And I think that's where he's trying to get me. And I, so that's what I'm working on. I'm, I try to do what the Lord directs me, whatever, one thing at a time, you know. That was a really great message, Arnold. Thank you. That was really great. Yeah, the casting down imaginations. Yeah. 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 As God can use a donkey, he can use me. Yeah. <laughs> he can use me to be a donkey getter. <laughs> all right, so if somebody were to ask, and I'm going to throw these out, and we're not going to go around a circle on all these, but if you have something you feel strongly about, just pipe in. What would you say if someone asked, why should I go to your church? What, what would you, how would you sell our church to somebody? What would you say about it? Love God's presence in this love. Yeah. Yeah. I think that sums it up. Anybody else? Y'all just think we're just lovable? I say I always tell people if you're looking for a good church home and as far as a family, a a community that that love Jesus, you know. You can go to some churches and you're just like, well, that was a good sermon. See you, but I feel like here somebody's going to say hey to you. And, and a lot of people, they don't like that. But where there's a lot more out there that will say, I want somebody to say hey to me. I want to meet that person that goes to church there. But then you have some that come in the door here and you say hey to them and you just pick up on their body language that just turn around and leave. Even if you end the conversation short and awkward, yeah. just leave. Because you can push them away. Yeah. I have a story. I think it fits here. So a couple weekends ago, Bill and I went to Nashville and just for a couple of days, and we wanted to go to church on Sunday. You know, we weren't going to be back, so we we were like, I wanted to go to a different church, and he's like, Let's go to Michael W. Smith's church like that. And we were like, oh, Okay. And so I looked it up. This is funny. I looked it up, and on Google there was this. I picked one. Well, it ended up being this. It's a little country church. I mean, it's just it was it was like. It was actually a house that was converted into, it was really cool actually, uh, like a two-story house was converted, completely excavated and converted into a church. And um, so we go and we were like, is Mike Bilby's sister? You know, kind of like this, you know. And um, so, so then we, and we go up and then I was kind of like, almost, I never get to be a visitor because I've been in my own church for over 30 years, right? So I'm never a visitor. So it was like the angst of like driving up and then I was kind of like, Oh no, we can't go in. It's a small church. And you gotta notice me. Yeah. <laughs> we were going in. And I was like, oh no, I can't blend in. You know what I mean? But this is how people, because that's how they feel coming here. So this is really cool. And so then we get in there, and I was like, well, somebody tried to greet me, but I felt like a wallflower. And then Bill's like, I have to go to the bathroom. So I'm like, you yeah. to? Yeah, so I'm like, staying there. And like, they're like, oh, I love you. But it wasn't anything like our warm, caring, you know, and I felt kind of nervous and kind of, you know, and um, so anyway, we get in there and of course, and I'm like, I want to fill my visitor card up because I never get to. So I'm like, be a visitor and I'm going to get my coffee mug or whatever I get. Anyway, well, it ended up, um, we, we, I didn't get to turn it in because he's like, well, we need to go or something like that. Anyway, so we left before the end of those visitors. I won't that leave out the right. But while we're in there, while we're in there, I heard the Lord say, "I'm the only celebrity." Amen. We had picked the one where Michael W. Smith had been the pastor in like 2005 and 2006. He had actually got it. anyway. So it was just kind of funny, but it was like cool because I got to be role reversal and I got to see some things, and then the Lord spoke to me, and I just it was all cool. Yeah. So nobody spoke to you? They did, but it just was like, hi, how are you? And then they just went back to, oh, hey, whatever, you know. And I was, was kind of like, oh, you know. And so I got to feel kind of how people feel. And um, How many people spoke to you? So just one, maybe two, maybe two. But, you know, so anyway. But it was an interesting yeah. dynamic. And so it was cool. I think um, one. Oh, go ahead. Well, this is real quick. That just always reminds me. I always think about my mama, Beverly. I've said this several times. She was trying to find a church in Memphis, and she went to this little church, and there was probably forty people, which is like about what we have. Like, and nobody spoke to her. Yeah. And nobody spoke to her. Had you we been to church before? I, mean, like, we I mean, I'm not talking about thousands, and nobody speaks to you. Like Mount Arch, nobody spoke to her. Yeah. We've been to churches in our time together where we've been asked to get out of their seats. Excuse me, this is our seat. <laughs> King of the no. Beatles. Oh. 
Brother Tom's told me stories where he showed up at churches and he has greeted people like he was one of his greeters. And he I know. I felt like helping them out, like going, hey, you want to ask me like where I'm from or something? But well, so just let that be a contestant then. Okay, so we have somebody who usually opens our door. We have somebody who like greets you at the next door. We have visitors care who try to greet you and try to get you to fill out a card and all that. But even if that's not where you ever will be or have never been and don't want to be, mm -hmm. it's still our leadership responsibility to make people feel welcome. And even the returners, even the ones who come every week, we need to be kind and nice to everybody all the time. Good morning, how you doing, blah, blah, you know. To new people, but right. to everybody. Right, not just your buddies mm -hmm. that you talk to most of the time. Not just your clique yeah. or your best friends or, right, everybody. Yeah. Everybody needs to be included. And we don't always have that in this church. Mm -hmm. I mean, we just don't. Yeah. And the lady in front of us, actually, they were nice. It was a great message and good person. She turned around, the one who was like meet and greet. The one yeah. who said hi to you. She knew somebody from Olive Branch. No way. From Olive Branch. She knew somebody. Anyway, but it was good. But we left early. But anyway, it was one just on several people. levels. It was a good little experience. Yeah. 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 Cool. Uh, I would say about our churches, we're we're, we're real. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. like that. Very we're real. like normal. People feel like normal <laughs> with us. You know, yeah. like that. They don't have to, you know, be something they're not. Mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, as we talk about what we can do to reach certain people and what we don't want to do to turn certain people away, um, how many of y'all believe that we're supposed to reach everybody? Mm, that's right. Yeah. Because we reach the ones that are coming here so that the Lord sends us. I know our heart is to reach everybody. Yeah, but that's the thing. Um, we can't get our feelings hurt when when somebody comes here and they don't like the way we do things. Oh yeah. Because that's not this that's we're not the church for them, and so God will move. He puts us in the church where He sees fit. So we can't get discouraged. We lose a certain amount of people that don't like that we're over friendly, right. or if if this is our character and this is our culture that God's called us to, we have to be ourselves. That's right. Y'all agree on that? Right. So so we're not going to win everybody the way we are. Right, we're down home, friendly, just everybody, you know, hugging and stuff. Some people are not going to like that, and they're going to say, "I don't want to go to that church." But we can't keep chasing everybody else's uh, delight, what what they want. We have to be the best version of us, what we can be. Is that is that everybody agree on that? Yeah. Yeah. The gospel message is for everyone. We want everyone to be saved, but we're only responsible for the ones. That we're the Holy Spirit puts on our heart and leads to us, and we're supposed to do that. And like all the people that, that we meet and advise and talk to, you know, we pray that they go somewhere. You know, we pray they get saved. We pray they go somewhere. But if they choose not to come here again, it doesn't mean you stop talking to them or ministering to them. If you see them, you still, you know, people at the gym, wherever you see people, you yeah. still, hi, how you doing? You still, hey, I was your boy. You know, you still yeah. are friendly to the unfriendly. Yeah. If they are, or to the ones who've chosen, oh, I go to such and so church now. So. And 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 I, another thing is, Angie comments sometimes because I wear a Life Church. Was that what it? I got a T-shirt from another church. She says, "Oh, you're advertising for them." <laughs> Absolutely, I am, because we're not in competition with other churches, sure. and uh, I don't want you know. God bless. Bye, Love y'all. Love you. Um, so we're we're not in competition with anybody, and we want the best for them, and you know we, we treat them like brothers and sisters in Christ, and and that's good because there's going to be people that don't fit in with us. And, and again, if God brings the increase. You don't necessarily bring it here, you know. What I mean? Right. You pray He brings it, gets them where they need to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you think, Tom, about all this? <coughs> He's an open book. I'm just listening. You feel free to chime in. Okay, uh, does anybody have any especially big challenges right now that you'd like to mention or have something that unusual that you learn in something from that you'd like to share? Or, or just what do you think our biggest challenge is as a church? Have people have stick to it and take it serious, to take life group serious, to take attending serious. Mm-hmm. 
like faithfulness overall. Faithfulness. Yeah, it's just like I mean, you talked about that other today too, but it's just like I don't get it. Like, why did you join a group and then never go? Why did you join the group? <laughs> you know, you know, why why do you you call passion I've talked to people who consider Passion Church their home. They haven't been here this whole year. How is that your church? Yeah, Pastor Vicker says What color is Pastor Vicker? You got five thousand people out there claiming that you're their church, but they ain't been right. for three years. You know? How is that? I don't get it. But you know, it's just you know, I don't know. That's, That's just called deception. Amen. <laughs> That's right. Any other? All they don't do is The ones that they're they're members here. I haven't seen them on Facebook either. Like they, oh, okay. they just they just say it's their church. So just like they say he's their Lord. And we, and, you know, you, when I always when I meet people and they say like. Well, yeah, I go to such and so church. I said, "What's the pastor's name?" Uh, 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 yeah, and I'm sure you go there. Uh, <laughs> I had a guy come buy some music equipment from me yesterday off of Facebook. When he got there, he was cussing and stuff, talking about stuff. I didn't say nothing to him. You know, I was just selling him some stuff, and he had to go get some more money because he bought more to buy more than he had money for. And while he was gone, I was thinking, well, I probably need to minister to him or something. You know, I usually do. He comes back. I don't know if he got on Facebook and pulled my profile up or whatever all of a sudden he's he's like yeah the lord led me to do this and this and and yeah god's really been working in my life and he was witnessing i mean he was he was talking so it sounded didn't even sound right it was he was putting on a show and i I ain't lying when he left he said may the angels carry you safely today or something like that i was like okay Wow. It was. It was funny. He must. Have, he he had to have uh, looked on there and saw that I was a pastor and changed his tune or something. But we're living in crazy times. Somebody, uh, I saw on a news article, somebody uh, accosted somebody that was ministering on the street and took their Bible and tore the pages out and started eating them. Eating the pages. May they consume the word. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. But they weren't doing it in a good way. They they were making a point you know that they hate christians and this world they can't figure out a difference in boys and girls and and they're they are trying to uh the worst part of that is they're trying to force these ungodly beliefs on our children and uh you know i don't have to i don't have to tell you that we're living in perilous times and so some of those people that don't go to church but at least claim they got a church that's better than some of these other ones that are ready to burn down the church. Yeah, they're yeah they're both in the same boat. Really. Any other challenges? What what are some challenges that we should take seriously? You know, as a church going forward in the time that we live. Does any of y'all feel unsafe at church or anything like that? Or the challenge side for me is that the communication, which this meeting is awesome somehow needs to intensify. We as a church, as a congregation, as a body, need to be able to communicate with one another and, and uh, oh, with that eyes to it and that foot's to it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean, guy? And uh, I know it takes some work to get at that. And I, I think our other challenge, and this is just me personally, uh, but you listed on number nine on the first page, is our worship leading us a little bit more into exalting and honoring Christ as opposed to singing um, ballads or contemporary Christian music. That That's what I personally see as challenges. Talking with Tommy over here, it's not a challenge. We get, hey, Greg, hi, Tom, in the morning. It's all good. Who's Tom? Tom. Tom. I thought you said Tommy. I did, but I changed it to Tom. Tom. You, what you, deal? You know what I mean? So I mean, but those are those are my thoughts and my ideas. I mean, rather than and no disrespect at all, Mary sent Donna a text at five o'clock last night that she was trying to get something downloaded to get to you oh, to no, get I printed out. I, that. Well, I, I don't well, know. We were just and they were going back and forth. So I was like, we're going to be going like, can you do this? I'm like, yeah, but again, six o'clock at night. But this, honey, honey, honey. She and I talked about that her. weeks ago. 
No, you stepped in and helped. I'm talking about the communication. For the past appreciation thing, we needed the video downloaded. But instead of having you do I'm sorry. Instead of having you do I was like, you can do that. You don't need to be doing it. You need to. So it was, that was Thank a wife, you for helping. a wife delegation. Sorry, I wasn't depicted <laughs> by any means. I wasn't taking it. Yeah, well, there's definitely always communication challenges, and we, and that's that's that is a big challenge overall. Uh, how many of y'all have emailed your people or texted your people about a meeting or something, and nobody responds, and then you have to keep keep texting and to even get a hold of you have to call them, and then they say they're going to show and they don't show. Well, and that's the thing is, like, like I told uh, Denise, you know, like, if it's just me and her walking, that's how it started. Right. And if nobody else shows up, I'm okay with that. Like, you're encouraging me still, and I, hopefully I'm encouraging you still. You know, like, I don't care. If, I mean, I do care. But if they don't, I'm still I'm doing it. I'd rather just do it without being a life group. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so. Well, you, you stepped out and you tried something Sometimes, new that nobody right. had ever done. And it, and it might take a, you know, a little primer yeah, to get it started. People who don't go to church to come. Right. But <laughs> you can get those two people. We can call and say, hey, would you like to meet at the gym? And everybody needs to gym and go walking. And then I have no planning at all. And have to get this, like, you know, a tray and some water because I feel bad because people are showing up. I don't have to do that when we, it's not a life group. Yeah. yeah. And, well, but we do enjoy, but I mean, they're all invited. If not, they want to come. Yeah. I know, but not in my heart, it's not. <laughs> well, Denise, I want you to know it, it, it may feel like a failure to you, but it's not in God's eyes. Right. Your faithfulness. To, to keep going during this has taught you something. Yeah. It's teaching you something. Well, it and it's an example to everyone else. And one of the women preached to us. She oh, yeah. Said, she so, was awesome. you know, so, you know, I feel like, I feel like we've helped. And she's the one that has cancer. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, <clears throat> you use wisdom whether you want to do it again or whatever, but, but you, you stuck with your commitment. And then, oh, and, yeah. So that's great. <laughs> So that's, that's great. Me. And I'm just beginning of that conversation, but the, if it's what I'm thinking, <laughs> uh, any life groups can be different dynamics. You know, they don't have to be five or ten people like we talked about, like one night three y'all sitting there. That's a whole different, more intimate conversation and totally different, you know, and mm -hmm. that might just be like talking friendship, might not get, you know, just we got to the, the company, they, they, they don't, they don't. We email everybody that, you know, that yeah. we can think of. We've asked people to come. When they do come, they have their two cents to put in, which mm -hmm. is really good. Yeah. And uh, I enjoyed it, but I don't want to do it again. <laughs> I want them to, I want to say, look, I'm meeting at the gym at so-and-so time. Come on. And then it's there. You know, yeah. I don't yeah. have to worry about where ladies at and what ladies yeah, yeah. doing. Yeah. And, you know, it's a lot going on. How are your attendance averages taking? All I have is hard usually. <laughs> That's okay. That you know, it's it's okay. Guys can come too if they want to. <laughs> yeah, Thomas, you can come walk. <laughs> okay, uh, we already discussed. We already discussed that, that we feel like we're living up to our who banner. That's our culture, and that we're warm and fun loving. Uh, any comments on that? Uh, are we feel like we're still we're a hospital of hope, and we accept everybody, and we recognize that people are different levels and different levels of hurt coming in here and. And brokenness, and and that we're, our job is to get them around that wheel and help them realize that, that that God has a purpose for their life. We feel like we're still shooting for that. Well, I, just somebody has came up to me, and they said that we preach to try to get new ones to come in, but then we forget about the old ones that are here, and that the old ones need as much prayer and much encouragement as the new ones do, and they feel left out. So to the person who feels left out, what are they doing to get involved? They're involved. Okay. <laughs> they work at Kingdom's Kids. Okay. And they work in connected. I mean, so they just feel like some, I mean, this was a while back, but I mean, just saying, she said, what about us? What about the people that are here? What about the parishioners that come every week? You know, where's our That word parishioner is not so tell so uh what what are your thoughts what could we have done different differently well it, she, it was just like all the time we're talking about bring new people bring new people 
We'll talk about uh, maybe if you don't understand this, let's let me, you know, it's just, I don't know. Sometimes we need to pinpoint just the people that are there, you know, and encourage them because most of the time when we're talking, we're talking to the people on Facebook or we're talking to the people that are here, but the people that are here are not getting anything. Focus on the sheep in the fold. Mm -hmm. the hmm. Well, that's good to hear that somebody thought that because we would be thinking never think that surely yeah. yeah. And if they're involved and they're coming to groups and stuff like I would think they would. Yeah. Are they in a life group? Are they? Yes, I know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, still, you never know how people feel, so it's good to know. But you I mean, know. we do that sometimes. Yeah. We will yeah. say yeah. to the Facebook, you should be here. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. and we're talking to them, but yeah. we forget that you had the people there. I mean, yeah. the people there want encouragement also. Yeah. You know, they're not more important than the people there. They're, I mean, yeah, that's the issue. But would I be out of line if I said something silly like that any of you is sick to call the elders of the deacons of the church and and want to lay hands on you and pray for you? And what I simply mean by that was, shouldn't they reach out? Shouldn't they ask? Don't they have somebody that they know that could say, Hey, I need prayer in this area. Yeah. So that's 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 a problem. That, that's a problem. Well, she comes to me. There are but, but you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I'm saying something yeah. now because somebody actually came and said that yeah. to me, and instead of holding it in and praying for her and everything else, we can all yeah. kind of look at it. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But she, yeah, she'll come talk to me. But and then there are people who say they want this, that, or the other, but then they don't open up to anybody mm -hmm. and then when you ask them about stuff they act like you're trying to get in their business mm -hmm. when you know something's the matter you i mean i can tell something's the matter mm -hmm. and i ask them and then they don't talk about it so then i let it go mm -hmm. and then i let it go because they've mm -hmm. done asked me don't mm -hmm. and then they come back months later why don't you ever well because you told me not to mm -hmm. So I've had that happen too. And so it's like, you just can't please. Everybody. But you can't please everybody. Right. And so that that's, it brings it back down to we're they, not supposed to. Say something while they're doing chasing their tail. Exactly. Yeah. But that's why department heads are important because they're, that's why we're doing prayer in the departments now, I believe. And it's almost like your departments are like a little mini life group as far as like your responsibility towards them. So what's great is that she feels like she can come to you. And she then, a, I don't know if she feels that way now. Yeah. This was back in the past, yeah. though, and it, I just felt like maybe we needed to say something like that and mm -hmm. try to see what we're, where we're coming yeah. from, mm -hmm. and this was the opportunity. Yeah, so what's good, yeah, that's good that, yeah, that's the first you, step as a department head, if they go to them or the life group leader, and mm -hmm. then it, it comes to our attention. Then. Yeah. Well, uh... I feel like that we've, we've had challenges and, and little troubles, bumps, and I feel like um, we've come through, come over them, oh, yeah. over them and recovered, you know. I feel like, um, you know, I'm over several departments and I, and I mean, there's been a little something here and there in each one, um, and then like individual life groups and stuff. I mean, I feel like every little problem that has happened, challenge, whatever you want to call it, I feel like it has come has been dealt with and and corrected and then moved on and I don't feel like anybody has stopped coming or attending right, because right. of any kind of little bumps. Yeah. So I feel like we've grown and matured over. Yeah. Because growing through conflict is, is what happens part of when you do get through it. You've grown through it, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll never get to a point where no we're we're batting a, a thousand. You know. <laughs> I don't think anybody gets to that kind of point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going. There's going to be people that fall through the cracks, and we're going to make mistakes. But we try not to, and we try to learn from it. And uh, I guess what Mary was getting at is, we all, uh, when you was ministering to her, you could say, "Well, I'm here," you know. And so that, because a lot of people just look at the pastor like he's supposed to know everybody's business, and it just ain't possible. Yeah, so we're supposed to minister minister directly to everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we do the best we can. We grow, and we when we patch holes when we find there is one, and we and together we can yeah. we can do more. So of course, so thanks for sharing that. Um, would our community miss us if we were not here? 
Any comments on that? What y'all can consider community? Because you live in Hernando, I live up in Olive Branch. Ellie lives in Olive Branch. I live in Olive Branch. Okay, I mean, what do we all consider community? I, I guess just the Soto County in general, I guess. Or do we mean our church could be a community? The community is people together, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I know it used to be community is the area in which you live. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Soto County in this place because we have so many small towns that are right together mm -hmm. in so many Mississippi right. area in our church. That's interesting, you know? Denise, that we, we are a community. Would our community, would our own church miss us if we were not here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope they would. She said, she said yes to that. I think that was her yes was yes. We have a backyard burger. Uh, I did say yes. That's what I said. You said yes to that. Nobody knew y'all y'all weren't coming except me apparently. Yeah. yeah. Like, Where are they? That's the way it's supposed to be though. Not be here. If everybody knew they weren't coming, they might not. They show wouldn't show up. Yeah. Right. It's like Tuesday night prayer. You know, if they if they know they're not going to be here, yeah. you know. Yeah. But. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is, are we making an impact in our community? Uh, you know, are we making an impact like a huge mega church with unlimited resources could do with advertisement and, you know, name recognition? Maybe not. I'm sure not. But are, are we making a dent for the size of the church that we are? And are we helping our community? And are there sections of our community that would miss us, I guess? or? I don't know, but I, I mean, I think that we'd be missed, but I mean, I hope so. But I think there are some opportunities that maybe we could look at because I do think when you do things for the community, it's a way to get people to aware of your church. Like when we used to do angel ministry, angel food, you know, maybe that was too much at the time, or we were going to do something. I wanted Not to, too long ago. Yeah, the YMCA thing, yeah. and then it, it fell through. Yeah. I think they came and saw our facilities and changed their mind. Yeah. But sometimes I think there could be good things that you do for the community out of love, and then people are like, oh, I didn't know that. You wanted to hate that body of believers was there. Yeah. You look, I look, feel like I could fit in there. You know? yeah. So I do think sometimes we should look for opportunities to be more helpful in our community. Although we're doing, you know, go to jail and things, but I still think there's there's improvements we could look for here. Yeah, and if anybody has any ideas, we're we're open to them. Um, and once again, you know, there's a certain amount of labor force that we have, yeah. <laughs> and, and there's a there's a, definitely a budget constriction, and so yeah, you don't yeah, yeah. So but we can't say we can't do anything because we, you know, we start small. Like Joe could have said that, and I took the youth. Uh, you know, but so there's other there's ministry things you can do with other people, which yeah. is part of what you're saying. There we don't have to invent the whole thing and fund the whole yeah. thing and get a hundred workers that we don't have. Yeah. We go alongside, hey, our church would like to help y'all. That's what right. he's saying. You say like Working with you don't got it. Yeah, you yeah. work with you know the what's who's right next door here, the food thing, mm -hmm. dream check catcher, dream, dream center. And then that other place that I didn't even know about, but they talked about it at the gathering, you remember? They put that video up of the people. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's that church over Olive there, Ranch Cross Point, Point. but mm -hmm. they, they it's a different ministry than their church, but yeah. it's a, it's taking older people, elderly, to doctor's appointments mm -hmm. to get good food, mm -hmm. and they need people and, men, and volunteers mm -hmm. and stuff, so that is, we can say, hey, as a church, we want to come help y'all, yeah. and it's still putting our church, we're still doing stuff, it doesn't mean we have to get all the credit, that's the thing, like, yes. we don't have to have all the credit, or say, we're, it's our ministry, we're teaching our people to minister and to get out of themselves and do right. stuff. And, and it's getting our name out there for whoever you are. It's, it's satisfying for people yeah. that want to, like maybe that person, you know, I mean, maybe just some people, they just, when you help other people, it helps, it helps you. I know when I was in pro-life ministry years and years ago, it was like, you could come in and feel like I'm having the worst day. I mean, I was in my twenties at the time, but, um, you know, you'd pray for somebody else, lead them to the Lord and, or, you know, help them understand that they were carrying a baby, not a blob of tissue. I mean, that that's life-changing. Your day yeah, was not bad after that. After you helped somebody and prayed for somebody, mm -hmm. it's very satisfying mm -hmm. to feel, you know, just because people, they want to give out the love of God. They want yeah. what they receive. They want to give it out. And that's ministry training. I mean, 
Can we? What, what do we do to get our people to, to, to follow through, though? Because there's been times where I've set up something with the Dream Center yeah. and said, okay, we're, we're going to help the Dream Center on this and that such date, or we're going to go to this community outreach, or we're going to do this, and we have absolutely no participation. Mm -hmm. it, it plays into the second or the next question. <laughs> It's the first. Are people moving to the so like the desk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you have to do kind of like right? you have to be there during the day? Well, uh, I'm not saying that in particular. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying. Oh, okay. I, 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 think, I, I was saying that would have been pretty good, but you have to be there during the day. Yeah, yeah. I don't, it's kind of hard to do that when you work. The point. What is the next thing? People moving around in discipleship. Are people moving around in discipleship with them? Well, it starts with what? Know God, mm -hmm. right? Find freedom. Really point about, you know, what was the, the verse about show me your faith by your words, I'll show you my faith through my works, right? And what's he talking about? It's the same thing as that. Then he says, many will come to me in that day and say, Lord, Lord, mm -hmm. did we not do all these things in your name? Mm -hmm. Good things, biblical mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. Jesus disciple things, right? Mm -hmm. And he said, I, I never didn't did. know you. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. You know, you can make all kinds of plans to go do stuff. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and and not honor the Lord in it, right? Mm -hmm. You can set up plans to have a big to do about this or that. How many people are actually going to show up? How many of them actually have their heart in it for the right reason mm -hmm. that they don't care about anything but just doing good? You know, to bless the Lord in it, right? Mm -hmm point being is if they're not doing the first part of the wheel, you ain't getting them around right? You gotta get them there. They gotta know God first, right? And you can't get that by soup kitchens and yeah. you're not getting it that way. Yeah, we don't want to do it just to do it. We want right. to just be open-minded and ministry-minded if there is something that the Lord wants us to do in the future. You make your heart available and then like God yeah. I think the, the Horn Lake thing is really one of those God things that we're able to minister to hundreds of teenagers, yes. uh, you know, and see many salvations in a public school. Yes. Um, and that's, that's homegrown because Nicholas is one of ours. And Nicholas had a vision from the Lord to do this and, and put the effort forward and, and provided that opportunity and for us. Faith to keep to it. Yeah, and other people, other churches are benefiting from that too. Um, so that Baptist does ours. Yeah. We have a beach club and they go out and they have the little kids have their little kids beach club, club groups and stuff. Hmm. So they really enjoy doing all that on Thursdays. Yeah. They're the ones who do it at our school. But, uh, you know, for many years we've tried to just do outright evangelism, door-to-door -door stuff, uh, parks and and things, and uh, and then we would set up a time, and I would preach on it, and I, I'd get a lot of amens. But then that Saturday, when it came time, it was me and Tom, or me and Tom and somebody else. Uh, so we said, okay, well, they don't feel trained, they don't feel competent. So we put together training classes, and we said this Saturday we're going to train people. To how to feel comfortable in sharing your faith and so forth. So we'd have that class. Nobody would show one or two people. Uh, if y'all got any ideas, I don't. I don't well, I think know. The, the reason you don't have people show up is it's a busy world out there. Yeah. And the only day they have is Saturday, and Saturday's filled up. Yeah. You know and. And then once again, like we've been talking, we're already on the verge of burnout with our are people here so it's a very delicate right. it has to be God for it to be successful right. if we try to make something happen in the community yeah. just to get our name out there or something we try to do the men's men's group and get that going and uh, that really doesn't sound like that hard of a thing mm -hmm. I mean does it and uh, right. six seven people showed up that's and, a lot well, <laughs> you came to the one our house, which was a little bigger turnout. We had 12 or 13, and then we went to the Mexican restaurant. And unfortunately, 
90 percent of them that were there didn't need to be there because they couldn't afford to buy the food right i don't mean that in an ugly way i mean that in a truthful way you yeah, know we yeah. got people that are coming that are that are hungry and we got <coughs> people that i think of course what do i know that really need to hear and really need to get involved kind of like what you're talking about the door-to-door -door thing it's like Thomas and I had a brief conversation who shall remain nameless, and he's like pointing at the red one. Point to know God. To know oh. God. You know, we can pray, we can talk, we can, but until, and they know God, they do, they really do, yeah. but they're choosing to not follow or well, not when listen. When you sit down and have, have Bible studies on one-on-one -on -one and, and, you know, people think they're mature Christians and then find out that oh you mean the Holy Spirit can live in you I mean you know like like you know we might find that funny I really find that sad that, that they've been sitting in this in this church body and they don't realize that the Holy Spirit lives inside of them and it ain't because you ain't preaching it and no it's not no 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 and it's like it, it, it's not your fault but it's just like you know, I try to, it, my big thing is read your own word, pray, you know, let Holy Spirit minister to you. But but if people aren't doing that, there's really nothing more we can do than to pray for them to be yeah. doing it. <laughs> it's always been my thought, and this is not meant as anything against anybody or whatever, because once again, we're all standing up seven, eight times today, you know, when I call out the ministries. And that is why we need to simplify the ministries so, you know, people have time to want to do other things. Uh, it's been my desire that if we want the congregation to come together and we want our prayer numbers to grow, that our leaders would come to prayer. It's my desire that if we wanted our outreaches to work, our, our leaders would come to the outreach and not just expect the people to. We, we set the temperature. If we come together and we agree that this is what we ought to do, then we ought to all support it together. And then the congregation, what's going on over there? They, they're coming back report and then do a better job of reporting and celebrating the victories that we have. Mm -hmm. So maybe if we come in, and, and one of the solutions I would see is if we say, okay, we're not going to overdo it. We're not going to come out with a thousand outreaches or whatever. But we're all going to agree on something, and we're all going to support it. And then, so the people will see that, hey, my, our leaders. And then you talk to you. You can talk confidently to your people about, hey, you need to go to this outreach. I'm going. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. If we want it, then the the it has to start with us. It really it really does. That's why Josiah's in Michigan. Just based on the statement you just talked about. Yeah. And that's all the only reason he's in Michigan. I know that it, it's it's hard for, for different ways, but I know that you know our leaders are required to be at the things that the ministry has. I mean, they're required to be there. Mm -hmm. And I know there are always exceptions, you know, to, to the rule. But it's it's like I'm saying, you know, if the the leaders cannot will not support it, we cannot really expect. Yeah, there's two that's for it. Right. Mm. right. So how does that make y'all feel? That's where we need to start. <laughs> right? Like not being a leader? Uh-uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so so what, how, if we were to, to move forward with this line of thinking, then we need to make sure we're not overburdened with our regular task so that we have room and time to com commit to when it's and we need to simplify, and uh, we need to recruit, and, and uh, we need to communicate more together. We need to have more meetings, and not, don't have to be a long meeting like this. But hey, what's on anybody's heart? What you know? What's going on? What's the problems? What's the issues? What's your solutions? What's your what's your proposal? And uh, and agree on some things, and then let's let's make it happen together as the lead, as the leadership goes. So goes the people. Can we get, does that sound good to us? Okay, well, thank y'all for...
Agreeing. Uh, do you feel your gifts are being properly utilized? Is there anybody in here saying, man, I've been working in this department for so long and I, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. Or I would rather be doing, I have gifts that you don't know about. Let me ask you this, Thomas. Denise, me and Denise are trying to figure out how to staff her, her kingdom kids again because Denise is, is overtaxed, overburdened, and back there too often, and I'm very concerned about her her well-being. Uh, and the children's, you know, and the, the department as a whole. Okay, so what if I got you, I know it's per, per, perfectly capable minister of the gospel and, and is a good babysitter, <laughs> what what if I got Nicholas? What if I got Joe? What if I got Greg or any one of y'all? What if I said Mary? What if you could give me one week every three months? You say, well, you know, I, I ain't got, I can't do it once a month. I'm over too many departments. I'm I'm too invested or whatever. But what if I got some super qualified people that don't need a lot of training? We don't have to go through the whole training scenario. We give you a sheet of paper and say, here's the curriculum for, for Sunday, and your Sunday is two months from now. And and just every fourth Sunday, for example, we had a guest minister come in from one of this pool of super qualified, mature Christians who came in to help the kingdom kids. And that means like if Mary was on a rotation with you and Greg and or, or you and Joe and Nicholas or something. Uh, and Greg, five people, you'd only do it once every five months. And the kids would get a rotation of new people. And and then, what do you think about that, Denise? I like that idea. <laughs> I, I like that idea because you're putting the males in it. They need yeah. some males. And I think Joe and, and Joshua and the males in our group, Ethan and Ian, I think they would love to have the male figure, the male person to look up to. Yeah. Yeah. So I think. I think that would work with me. I mean, it worked with me. I, I agree with it. I like that. That's just another thing out there. I, I want a food for thought. If if any of you are interested in saying, "Hey, I will do that," just get back with me. Pray about it, because that might, might you know it might just be three of you, and you do it once every three months. But that that would alleviate one Sunday where she's not having to go back there three times a month that month, you know. And I want to say, it's something we know you can, you can be back there every Sunday, and you're good and great, and just like you, you can run up three departments, 15 <laughs> things, this, that. Y'all are both superstars, you can do it, but that doesn't mean it's the best, healthiest way to do it. Y'all are amazing, and I'm thankful that you do everything that you do, but we still want you to have time, downtime and not too much and rest, oh, yeah. even though you don't need it, and you might not want it. I know you don't want to stop. Well, I know it's the only time I really work three months, three weeks is when the fifth Sunday comes around. Yeah. And then, like, to this week, this month, it would happen to be Beth got sick or something. I saw her church today. Though. Yeah. And, um, Did you see so, her chin? Yeah, she started crying. Oh, God. Yeah, so yeah. But Beth, I mean, I have good teachers, <clears throat> and I, they've been steady. The ones that are there have been coming, and it was being like I worked two weeks instead of, um, three then you have Laylee who's the assistant who just loves being back there and don't want to go anyway you know so but Melanie said she would work with Laylee so I mean it's it's coming along it's just every once in a while but I think having that special guest once a month would give the kids something to look forward to and I think I think it would really work I think it'd be exciting you know and they get to hear different different yeah. and that's mm -hmm. what they need it's different yeah and and if anybody's would would be afraid of that you know saying i don't i never work with children or whatever once i show you the curriculum you don't you don't need nobody to teach you this we're you're 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 overqualified for this and it's not just you it's you and an assistant you always yeah. have to mm -hmm. yeah so know. so it'd be like i'll get you a good I well, I'm going to stop putting y'all on the spot here for a minute. So. Uh, I'm going to stop putting y'all on the spot here for a minute. They're going to say, I'm not going anymore of those meetings. All right. Uh, let's let's move on a little bit. Uh, do you see any on this list that you would like to respond to that maybe you saw in advance that you would like to say something to? Um, if not, I'm going to go on and move to the 11th one, I guess. 
<laughs> I think we've answered pretty much these others. And there's no sense in beating a dead horse just for the sake of being donkey getters. What's your advice moving forward? If there was one thing that you could only make one change here today about the church that you think it would make the most impact, is there one thing that you can think of that you would think we, we need to start doing this because I think it would make the most impact? You may not have a solution to it, but the one thing that needs to change or one thing you'd like to see changed. Or... And that's always good advice for your own department too, to be always asking yourself, I can't, I can't do 10 things right now. I'm too busy. But if there's one thing I can do right now to make the biggest change, what would it be? Well, I, what I've been doing is just like I try to pray with each one. You know, when it seems like I'm here for each week cleaning. But if I'm not, I still I call them on the phone, pray with them. You know, check how they're doing, pray with them, see how they're doing. Well, that goes to number eight there. Is, there, is everybody, that's another thing. Is everybody praying with your individual departments? on Sunday morning like we had said we were going to switch to because that's kind of wiped out the, most of the prayer back here and I'd hate for us not to be praying on Sunday morning so if you're not praying with your groups we, let, let us just go back to praying corporately um, but uh, I know we don't have enough people and I mean to pray yeah. it's usually just me back there you know me and Lately. so yeah and then I was thinking maybe go in and we had the nursery and the kingdom kids, but then the nursery people don't show up until mm -hmm. all the kids start showing up. Yeah. So Yeah, well, do, do the best you can with that, I guess. And I think if you decide to go back to the corporate morning prayer, to just keep it to <clears throat> making it clear that this is about, this is prayer for this upcoming service. Yeah, not this Uncle Bob. This prayer for your hurt knee or your grandma. I mean, this is for this. And for five minutes or something, you know, make right. the time I mean, limit on it. It's like it's for this. But, but people will get awful territorial when you start saying limit. Oh, you're limiting the Holy Spirit or whatever. No, it's, that's what the prayer for that particular morning yeah. is about service. That's why. Yeah, and then some people, they, they, they're they so. I thought it was supposed to be praise to I don't believe for a minute that there's anybody the sitting here that didn't pray this the morning. Yeah, right. Before they came to church. Yeah. That's right. Right. Well, it was just so like. I mean, maybe you. Maybe. Maybe. More than maybe that, but there's people that work at it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, I, I feel like, like it's just me and one other, or just me, depending. So it's, it's easy for visitor care. Just keep that in mind. Keep that a focus because prayer is very, very important. Mm -hmm. The prayer team, uh, the praise team is meeting in my office at 9.50, and we pray, and then I, I try to get through by 10 so I can come in here and pray with whoever's in here. Um, so you know, you know Thomas, if you're leading the sound group, if you, if you got Richard out there or whoever, you know, yeah. So <coughs> I'm sure you prayed with him and and Kirsty and y'all just get together and say, hey, let's pray for a moment. You know, as leaders, always be cognizant of the need for prayer in your group. It's the one thing that would make the most impact. It might be the one thing that would make the most impact. Yeah. So that's good that those two came together. But if you think of anything on any of these answers you want to let me know, just let me know. Um, closing remarks. Why are you still here? I'm not talking about today. I'm talking about oh, in general. Oh, okay. <laughs> More of a curiosity to see what God might do next. Amen. Well, same thing. God hasn't told me to I mean, there's other churches that could provide much more for you and ask much less of you. Yeah, but this is our family. We're so called to This is where we belong. And we're not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm talking for myself. But I'm for me, too. All right, there we go. So, so I feel like that passion is our shared calling. We all have our own bents and our gifts and abilities and our personal in, uh, calling in our life, but I believe our calling is all meant to help the shared calling, our body of Christ that we're called to. And so I think we're called to this, and like you said, Denise, you, you just 
you could go out and find you an easier church. <laughs> and it might seem greener for a little while, but then your heart would be yearning for to be in the place that God called you to be. And my brother, you know the same cows eat the grass on the other side of the fence. Yes, yeah, the same. You know, and it's God, going from one church to the next, are you there for the people or are you there for God? It's green where you water it. You know, yeah. I'm yes. sitting here because I'm here for God. I mean, I love you all, but... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you all think God was kidding about our banners because, you know, we're going through tough times? Well, he changed his mind about all that, you know? No, no. His heart doesn't change. rock star and the rest of us we got to somehow keep the, the star burning this week at the end of it it says I think it was yesterday it says that all those people that were in the faith and the heroes of the faith and all that and all the great things they accomplished that none of them reached the fullness of what was promised to them on this side they never saw, they never saw the fullness so that when we all get to heaven we can get there together look at that scripture the last verse in Hebrews 11 so while we have that, those banners on the wall, we can't, we can't get disgusted if we don't see them come to pass in our lifetime or in, in, our, in our timeline. Uh, we just know that this is what we're a part of. And I know that I'm standing on the shoulders of some great men that were pastoring this church before me. And the things that we have today are because of their labors. I looked in the, in the stall in the men's room this morning when I went in there. I was like, this is really a nice facility. I had nothing to do with building this. But somebody did, you know, and the facility we complain about, it has served us well. And uh, then I, I was thinking about John, you know, he was the longest living of the apostles. He, and uh, you, you can imagine all all his friends, James and his brother James, his brother James and his friends Peter and all them. They done gone to be with the Lord and got crucified themselves. And, and here he is on the Isle of Patmos, staring at a bunch of rocks, exiled. He, he must have said, man, I'll be glad when my day gets here. I'll be wanting Jesus to come back. No, but he had to be faith. He was faithful, you know. And so I'm just encouraging you, if this is a long journey, for all of us and Jesus doesn't come back in our lifetime then you know we still only have one life That's right. and it and no matter what we go through this light affliction is still but for a moment for us whether it's 20 years or it's 85 years or whatever it is uh, I just want to encourage you Paul did you know he said I ran my race I finished my course and now henceforth is laid up for me a crown and a crown to all who will likewise finish their course. And so whatever our course is, I just want to encourage you to st stay on it, keep running, and we, we make adjustments along the way. Our, our, process, our vision doesn't change. Our heart doesn't. Hopefully our heart grows stronger. But our processes and the ministries within the ministry can change. The way we're relevant to our community, to some degree, within the confines of God's Word, can change. And so don't limit yourself and, and get stuck in ruts like many churches do. They die out, no young people coming in. They 
refuse to change their music, refuse to change the debate that they're throwing out. They, they just set in their ways. Um, change can be good. It can be painful at first, and you think you're going backwards, but next thing you know, you turn around, God's doing a new thing, and you're happier than you ever was before. So, so just be open. Run your course. Um, like I said this morning, we're fighting for the soul of our nation. There's so much to fight for. Our children need to continue to see us as faithful. If we quit now, what kind of, what would that do to our, a witness to our grown children? And uh, it's always a good time to remember your why. Yeah. And let your people go. <laughs> and I came in this morning, and guess what was laying on the ground? The, the how sticker off the how banner. Uh-oh. Genuine, passionate, and relevant. And so I, I got that, and I put it back on, because the banners need, banners need constant tending. And we're tenders of the banners. We have to keep them, we have to keep them before us and keep working on them. Uh, any anybody got anything to close with, or, or we'll close in prayer. Well, I will say thank y'all so much for today. On behalf of me and Angie, we are truly honored, truly blessed to serve with y'all. Y'all mean the world to us. We, this is what we want to do with our lives, and you are the people we want to do it with. And, and so, just know we love you. That we're here to help you in any way we can because my success is seeing you succeed. Father, thank you for this meeting. Thank you for the wonderful uh, interaction that we've had. Help us to uh, see the value and, and help me to be more diligent in making time for meetings that in the due season, in the right time. Help us together as a leadership team set the temperature and the example in the church help us to be flexible and not to overwork ourselves and not to get stuck in ruts lord and and to say hey i don't have to do anything but what the lord wants me to do i can be free i don't have to carry some burden uh, to soothe uh, some need in me to to be something i already am i am what i am by the grace of god and I thank you, Father, that we are free. We're a free team and we're a loving team. And we're, we're eager to see you work in us and through the people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. listening to the podcast today. We hope you enjoyed it and that it inspires you to live out God's Word. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church.